everybody, and welcome back to the Mosaic Campus Church Podcast. We are so happy you decided to join us. We are on day six of our reading plan leading up to Christmas, and before we get started here today, we just want to say Merry Christmas Eve to everybody out there who's listening. We hope you're having an awesome day, whether you're listening to this at the beginning or in the morning, sometime in the afternoon, or in the evening after all the festivities are done. We hope you just have had an awesome day so far, enjoying some time with some friends and family, hopefully, and some good food. Um, when my me and my brother were kids, the excitement of Christmas and getting gifts and all those things, it really started to ramp up when we got to Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve was when like everything just became real. Christmas was here. You know, we didn't really think a whole lot about it. We got excited for it, but Christmas Eve was the day where it got really, really exciting. As I've mentioned before uh, in a couple of talks this week, Christmas Eve was a time where we had so many people over, lots of friends and family. We took in a Christmas Eve service at church. There would be lots of really, really, really good food, which was the primary thing we look forward to. And then after people would leave that night, me and my brother, we'd stay up late, watch some Christmas movies. I'd be tempted by the gifts that were under the tree. As my parents were asleep, we'd want to unwrap them. But And we'd have a competition, the kind of unspoken competition of who could stay up all night Christmas Eve. And I am yet to win. Um, but there was this kind of like butterfly in your stomach type feeling with Christmas Eve as things would get so exciting as you wait in anticipation of being around people or uh, the gifts that you would uh, get the next morning or seeing someone opening the gift that you give um, and how exciting that would be and that kind of butterfly-like feeling I like to call the Christmas jitters. You know, and these would become alive and well on Christmas Eve for me and my brother, especially my brother. Uh, the reason my brother would win this unspoken competition of staying up all night is because he had the Christmas jitters, and they would keep him awake all night long. With me, I love my sleep, so there's nothing really that can keep me awake. But he would stay up all night long just so excited because he'd have these Christmas jitters. And there's a story uh, associated with uh, the story of Jesus' birth that I know for me and my experience growing up in church, I never heard about it a whole lot. Um, but it's a really cool story, and it's a story about Zechariah and Elizabeth. And um, Zechariah in particular, uh, an experience that he goes through, I can kind of picture him having the same kind of feelings of Christmas jitters the night before his whole world would change. Zechariah and Elizabeth, they're married. Um, at this point in the story, in their life, they are uh, quite old. Um, they've seen a lot of life experience, and they have yet to have a child. And we're actually told in the story that Elizabeth isn't capable of having a child. But in a similar kind of interaction as Mary and Joseph, Zechariah and Elizabeth are told that Elizabeth will give birth to a baby boy. And this baby boy would be John, who would be known as John the Baptist. And we can read about him in the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And John the Baptist is known as being the one who prepared the way for Jesus to come. You know, he prepped everybody's hearts. He would almost prophesy or foretell of Jesus coming and being the Savior of the world. And so he paved the way for Jesus to come and begin his ministry of teachings and healings and all these things. What an incredible honor. But the crazy thing is that Zechariah and Elizabeth, they are old. <laughs> and they are physically, Elizabeth is incapable of having a kid, yet God... Allow, makes it happen where she gives birth to this baby boy, 
John. Now, when Zechariah is told that Elizabeth is pregnant and that she'll give birth to John, he is extremely doubtful that this is even possible. And because of this doubt that he had, an angel, um, the one who told him Elizabeth was pregnant, caused John to be unable to speak until, uh, or caused Zechariah, sorry, to be unable to speak until John is born. Now, take that in. Throughout the whole pregnancy, this guy cannot talk. You know, all the financial stress he might have been feeling, all the excitement as he saw the baby's first kick, you know, all the doctor's appointments, whatever may have come up, he was not able to breathe a word because this angel told him, you will be unable to speak because you're not believing in the power that God actually has. And so he spent the entire pregnancy and the night before John would be born, he spent the hours right before his own son's birth in complete silence. Now, I'm not a huge talker. I, I, I speak on Sundays and all that, and I do these podcasts, and I enjoy speaking. But when I'm in a crowd, when I'm hanging out with people, I'm not usually the center of attention. I'm a huge introvert. Um, I'm not one to kind of keep conversation going. I try my hardest to do so because I just know it helps uh, with the vibe and the experience of hang- hanging out with people, but I would just ra- much rather sit there and take in whatever it is that I'm experiencing rather being all eyes on me when I'm hanging out like that. But in certain moments in life when there's big life experiences, I want to communicate how I'm feeling. And especially even this pregnancy that me and Rebecca are going through, there's been moments where I'll see our baby kick and I'm just like, I have to say something. I have to express the joy that I feel, the excitement that I'm experiencing in that moment. And then there's moments where I might be freaking out because I realize, you know, I got I got to take care of a life now and I need to talk that out with Rebecca or a close friend. And so there's times throughout this pregnancy where I've needed to say something and I'm wanted to and I've been able to. And now when I think about the night before or the day, hours before my baby will be born, I think you won't be able to shut me up (laughs) because I'll just be so excited to meet that baby. But Zechariah, when his son John is about to be born, he is unable to communicate one word. I can't imagine it. Such a big life experience and not being able to share how he's feeling. The thing is, Zechariah's state of silence, I think, gives us a great posture (laughs) this Christmas Eve. For many of you, you may be feeling those Christmas Eve jitters right now. They may be alive and well. The excitement, the anticipation of of everything that's going on is so overwhelming. And to think about having to stay silent right now, to not be able to communicate your excitement or the jitters that you're feeling, that butterfly-like feeling in your stomach, would be impossible. Or maybe you're having a bit of a tough Christmas Eve and you need... Like you need to talk that out and um, the thought of not being able to share that or to work through that with somebody would be awful. The thing is, I think Zechariah's state of silence gives us an amazing posture this Christmas Eve to focus in on what this Christmas Eve and Christmas Day is all about. It gives you this amazing posture to think of the beauty of the moment and gives you the headspace to process this major day that we celebrate, and I think for as much as I would never wish the hours before uh, the birth of our baby to have to stay silent, 
I think Zechariah's posture was awesome, <laughs> where he was able to process this major life event in such a beautiful and distraction-free and uh, no tangents to talk about, no small talk, just him and his thoughts processing becoming a new father. And for us this Christmas Eve, um, I hope we can take some time today in silence um, to process the beauty of this time we're in, where once a year we take the time to celebrate heaven coming to earth as we talked about God himself in visible form through Jesus. And what a beautiful and powerful thing to process, to celebrate, and to think about. And sometimes Christmas Eve, our excitement and our jitters can kind of cause us to lose focus of the beauty of Christmas and Jesus being born. So my challenge for you is to, at some point today, maybe you're uh, listening to this in the morning, you're having a cup of coffee or maybe a Christmas cookie really early, getting a nice sugar rush. I encourage you to just take some time this morning in silence and just process what this season, this uh, celebration this week means in terms of Jesus' birth. Or maybe you're in the afternoon or the evening, um, all the festivities are maybe done and you're maybe going to bed soon, whatever it looks like. Maybe just take some time before you sleep <laughs> to take some time and just process how beautiful this moment is to celebrate who Jesus is and the beauty of him coming to earth. I hope that this um, experience, this time of silence is good for you. I know for some of you who are listening, silence is probably a very fearful thing, something that you really don't enjoy. So maybe if you got to throw in some music in the background, whatever that is, but take some time where there's no distractions to put away all the excitement for just a second and just focus on the beauty of who Jesus is. So do that today at some point. Have a Merry Christmas, everybody. We are back tomorrow with our last uh, day for this reading plan. So make sure you check that out at some point during Christmas Day. We hope you have a great day with family or friends or whatever you have planned. And we'll see you soon.